0: Hello and welcome to 3 on 1 Radio. I'm 1 of 3, Trevor Smith-Miller, here with Steffi Machikian and Ronson Brown. Tonight, we are going to talk about a lot. We're going to talk definitely World Cup because it's crazy big. And we're also going to talk a bit, a bit about the NHL draft and awards. That and much more coming up next. No.
1: Oh, uh, Jays are down two.
2: How have they been doing lately?
1: They are. They lost a bunch. They're good.
0: They're. So they're they are good they they have not won a series since the beginning of June. They and but, won
1: the series that they're in
0: right now. Yeah, they. It's a three-game series against the Yanks, but the, they're they, still they, leaving the division. They're still oh, in the division, excellent. and they're widening that gap between the two. Um Cincinnati was kind of a an neh, and then I can't remember who they were playing uh before that. But um
1: well the last series they won before this current New York one was Detroit, I think.
0: I think it was Detroit, and that was like in the beginning that was
1: of a Ways. Ago. It felt yeah. like a long time
0: yeah. ago. Um they have winning a, a series that is. Yeah, but mm-hmm. they had like a sixteen game losing streak in Yankee Stadium. But then of course they're trouncing they they're the, the series.
1: Yeah. Uh, they got trounced, but they they uh, they won big their first game of the series in Rogers Center. Mm-hmm. And then last night, there's a Ronson jinx now. <laughs> because, I kid you not, they were up 6-1. And it was like the fifth or sixth inning. Mm-hmm. And I sent a message to Alex. Woo, Jay's up 6-1. Hope they don't blow it, dot, dot, dot. I hit send. Four pitches later. It oh, was, was that like at the six, four.
0: I, the sixth inning? Like there was the one, yeah, the one inning where uh, the Yankees hit five in a row.
1: Yeah, like, right before wow. that, the Riddle. second <laughs> before that first run went in, I was like, "Woo Jays!" And then it was six six, and they won seven six. Stop wow. being
0: an LA fan. I like that franchise. Stop being an LA fan. <laughs> uh, I don't get it, man. That's
1: crazy.
0: It is.
2: Didn't they have a game <laughs> where they came up really big from like? they were losing or something. Oh yeah, that was Cincinnati. That was crazy. What was the score at the end?
0: Something like, something 12.
2: Yeah, because like, weren't they down? They
0: were down. 12-8, 12-7? I I think it was 12-8.
1: 12-9?
0: Something crazy. Oh, it ended up 12-9, but whenever they really started digging them, that was fantastic. Um, Because I looked at the screen, I'm like, okay, nope, done. Sorry, Jace. Tonight, (laughs) not tonight, maybe tomorrow. Then I said, holy crap. So they what's just your win?
2: assessment of them right now, where they're, where they're playing right now? They're
1: nine games above 500. Mm-hmm. They're still leading the AL East.
0: They need to win as many games against the Yankees as possible because they're number two. And to no, give oh, you that okay. gap, the
1: Yankees are three.
0: Yankees are three? Yeah. Hmm. Who's the second now? Uh,
1: it's not Boston. It's not Tampa. It's the Baltimore Orioles.
0: Oh, the Orioles. Yeah, so we need to... The Orioles... Oh, yeah, the Orioles was the one. Was yeah.
1: it? Yeah, that was the other
0: series. And they okay, didn't yeah. do too well against them either.
1: <laughs> but... Uh, it really stuck that it sucked. It stunk it's and stuck. it sucked. <laughs> it stunk and it sucked that they went into New York and just got spanked. Yeah. And lost all three because that was... you. I mean, okay. <laughs> but when they came back to Toronto, they won the first two and they're in the game three. Right. So you know what? if you lose all three in new york but you win all three in toronto then call it even
0: exactly and And they it shows that you can beat the yankees which is pretty if you can beat the teams in your division you're pretty much miss sailing yeah and i don't know maybe maybe it's like a home home field advantage probably does a lot for the yankees so it's not
1: yeah well one of the funny things about yankee stadium is it's the shortest distance from home plate to hit a home run in the Major League Baseball League. Really? Yeah. I have remember New Yankee Stadium it, it has the shortest uh home run official distance. So it's mm-hmm. easier to hit a home run in Yankee Stadium than it is in any other stadium. Huh.
0: Cuz it's all all the stadiums bullshit, are different. The there's way. no there's yeah, there's no like
1: hockey stadiums used to be like that. And that's why home ice and hockey used to be so crazy.
2: Because all the, diff- the, the fields are different sizes yeah. and different shapes mm-hmm. and stuff, yeah. mostly. Oh.
0: I heard that there's one stadium where there's kind of like this small little alleyway almost, like nothing big, but if a ball goes in there, then the pitcher has to go and you're Is that San done. Fran? I think it's San Fran.
1: Um, but one that's of the things cool. I was saying about hockey is like back in the day, Philadelphia was famous for this. Philadelphia had a smaller rink. There mm-hmm. wasn't an mm-hmm. official NHL rink size. So like if you went into Philly, they had home ice because they were... Like this big bruising team that was more effective on smaller ice. Right. Uh. Right. And uh, and that wasn't something that became a regulation until like the mid 80s.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, fun fact. Um, and speaking of the Blue Jays who are at Rogers Center, do you know who is uh, currently at the Rogers Center as of whatever time it is now? Nice. Which doesn't matter because you're not listening to it live. Mm-hmm. Um, Tim Lewicki, president of the Maple Leafs, mm-hmm. is currently with Martin Brodeur at the Blue Jays game.
0: Oh, cool. Uh, Enter uh,
1: speculation. Uh, <laughs> hey,
0: they were together in <gasps> uh,
1: Paparazzi. And if you're yeah. really quiet, you can hear James Reimer packing his bags. Yeah. Do you hear that? Do you hear that?
0: I hear static from the mics, but Mya yes. Peg
1: fans are ecstatic. Mm. Just kidding. Or am I, I don't know. Um, but uh, okay, so let's try and put this in some context. Leafs might be in the solid need for a backup goalie. Noted. Tim Leitwicki is famous for bringing in big names who might not necessarily be at the prime of the career, but are very big names regardless. That's Martin Brodeur. Martin Brodeur said he would be willing to be a backup. Uh, the Leafs and Martin Brodeur nearly happened a couple of seasons ago. Um, it was near the trade deadline. Martin Brodeur nearly waived his no-trade to come to Toronto. Mm. It was a serious, serious thing to come in didn't end up happening, but I th- that was the first thing I mm-hmm. thought it was. Hey, remember that one time it almost happened? And uh, and so I think the situation could be right. And I mean, people are correct and smart and right to say, ooh, a guy can't talk to another guy at a stadium without a signing or speculation happening. But in Toronto, I think that's fair only because of this exact situation where the necessity and the conversation match. Yeah, You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't think it's that out there to go, okay, well... Look, you know, they're probably not talking about their favorite corn dogs. Yeah, I was going to say, like, why would they,
2: I don't know, like, what's their history prior to?
1: I don't know of any. Yeah, so it just doesn't seem,
2: it doesn't seem random Mm -hmm. at all, like, in any sense. That's
1: the thing. That's why I think people are right to speculate. Yeah. Stop banging the desk. Yeah. Uh, That's why I think people are fair to (laughs) speculate. Because, I mean, what do you think they're talking about? Corn dogs. Corn dogs. Corn dogs. Corn dogs. Corn doggities. Uh, so yeah, with that in mind, looking at Leafs moves, I guess I I kind of want to do World Cup first and then hockey. Oh, my God. Oh, by
0: the way, hi everybody. We kind of just jumped into it and yeah,
1: we, I liked it. Those yeah
0: yeah.
2: We,
1: as soon as we got into like the Blue Jays and like actual conversation, mm-hmm. I thought yeah. Run with and then it.
0: yeah. Well, then we'll get into soccer have... a little bit later. Let's I mean, get
1: the let's get the leaf griping out of the way. Yeah. Okay. So. um Everyone pick up a stop clock, hit play on your stop clock, or start, whatever you want to call it. And that will be the time that will end when the Leafs do something stupid. Your clock will not be on very long. No. Don't worry about changing the battery. (laughs) Uh, Here's what could happen. Leafs could go and spend a lot of their RFAs out the door, they're already walking away from Jay McClement. That's fact. They said so. It looks like Dave Boland isn't going to resign because he wants like an eight-year contract and there's no way in heck he nope. deserves that right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's for sure going to happen. What they could <clears throat> do is is one of two things. They could be um, controversial and groundbreaking and do the things that the organization needs to do, or they could do what I think they're going to do and uh, do nothing. Um do I really think that they're going to do nothing? Well, let's think about that for a second. They have so many UFAs and RFAs that there has to be something coming in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, Kuhlman's already looking like he's on the way out the door. France is an RFA. Reimer's an RFA. McClement's on the way out the door. Boland's on the way out the door. Um, I could go on, but I, I just don't know off the top of my head. So, they're logically speaking... The Leafs are going to do something that drastically alters the face of the dressing room in a matter of weeks. Mm. Emotionally speaking, from past history, they're not going to do a lot. They're going to sign an old defenseman, say they've done enough homework, and then show up and get a failing grade. You know? Yeah. It's like that kid who does, like, one page of a four-page essay thinks it's good enough to to pass for being four pages, when really it's not that good of a one-page anyway. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. in university, um, And so here's here's something that could happen. <clears throat> I was thinking about this earlier. Uh, it's been well speculated that FNUF slash Kadri slash Gardner slash the 8th overall pick in a combination of other elements non-inclusive to every name involved could be moved to Florida or Edmonton for the 1st pick in the draft or the 3rd uh, overall pick mm-hmm. in the draft. Now, The Leafs came out today and said they were very interested in Ekblad. Would be the first overall pick, defenseman, cornerstone replacement for Dion Phaneuf in the years to come, without having Dion Phaneuf here to help mentor him. Fine with that. First thought is, um, I remember getting really excited. I was 16 or 17. John Tavares was going to be drafted first overall. And uh, I knew some guys working for the Oshawa Generals at the time who were like, the Leafs have been calling about John Tavares for three years. Do they not know there's a draft system in place? You can't just sign players like that. And I thought, "Oh, they've been they're going to find a way to get him from the Islanders." Didn't happen. And then the next year, "Oh, Leafs are after first overall pick." And the next year, "Leafs after the first overall pick." And so every year I've been a fan that's followed the draft, the Leafs have been after the first overall pick in the media, and it's never happened. So don't mm-hmm. hold your breath. Next year, regardless of where the Leafs finish, Leafs are after first overall pick. Guarantee. Guarantee that's going to be an article that's been written.
2: It's like, we're interested in this, and they just don't
1: yeah. do it. Yeah. Or maybe the media's like, ask the general manager a question. Are you interested in the first overall pick? Are we going to say sure, no? Sure, yeah. Yeah, obviously. Wouldn't team be interested? It's the first overall yeah. pick. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so then let's play hypotheticals, because, well, that's what we do. Um, if Ekblad comes in and is new on the Trental Blue line, it's also been talked of, that the Leafs are after Dan Boyle. Mm -hmm. His rights are currently held by the New York Islanders, but I wouldn't be surprised at all if he signed in Toronto. He's in his mid-30s, closer to retirement than not. um, Aging veteran defenseman. You know, looking like he would come to Toronto. He said he wants to. Toronto said they want him. You know, they just need to hook up already. And so, imagine a, a series of pairings that would be Ekblad slash Morgan Riley and Dan Boyle. Mm-hmm. Young, fast kid, experienced veteran to kind of show the way on the pairing. And then Gardner and maybe Gunnarsson or Franzen. And then you fill in the remaining pair mm-hmm. from one from the Marlies and the defenseman that I'm missing to mention left. Maybe, well, Paul Rangers got one year left last year, so he's probably on his way out. So is Colt Moore, apparently. So, there's there's that. Um, imagine that, though. Imagine Morgan Riley, Jake Gardner, and Aaron Eckblad as your one, two, three mm-hmm. in the future.
0: Possible. Just, just that's like... It's a bit of fan- fantasy, but possible. That's like a Drew
1: Doughty, a Scott Niedermeyer, and a Chris Pronger. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, you know what, let me just... <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen, but, you know, I'd like it, sure. Yeah. Um, another interesting fact, not one leaf was in the top 20 of any major NHL award this year. Really? Not one in the top 20. (laughs) There were three teams, uh, that did not have one player in the top 20. Carolina was one of them. And, uh, I can't remember the name of the other team, but both Carolina and the other team fired their coach, their GM, their assistant coaches, the works. And what did the Leafs do? The Leafs <laughs> extended their, their coach. coach and kept their team consistent. So, uh, so there's that. Um,
0: Segue into the NHL awards.
1: Well, first, one more situation that I think could happen. Okay. The Leafs could curtail players without moving the eighth overall pick, say they pick up the third, fourth, fifth pick and the eighth pick. Mm-hmm. then they have two picks in the top 10 in a in a draft that's that's deep enough to say if you wanted a player in the top 10 you could probably get that player mm-hmm. you know what i mean so i think that's those are the two real possibilities if you least want to make a big draft day splash is go broke for the first or try and pick twice in the first round All right either way could be fun. Edmonton could do something silly for some defense. Edmonton, uh, native town of D'Anfana. Mm. I know they're high on him. So we'll, we'll see. And NHL awards. Um, okay. So Duncan Keith won the Norris. Only player in the NHL, only defenseman in the NHL to have more than one Norris trophy who's currently playing. Sidney Crosby won the Hart and the Ted Lindsay. Uh, Tuka Rask won the Vesna. Patrick Waugh won the Jack Adams, Nathan McKinnon won the Calder, um, Dominic Moore won the Bill Masterton Trophy for Dedication to Hockey, deserved, hmm. uh, Patrice Bergeron <laughs> won the Salkey, and... Uh, Didn't he
2: win multiple? Or did he just win the one? He
1: won the NHL 2015 cover vote!
2: Oh, yay! <laughs> yeah, Who am
1: I, what, am I, what am I missing? Did I miss any major awards? I don't think so. No surprises,
0: though? No surprises. I
2: was not surprised at all. Not really? Like
0: No.
1: I was surprised George Strombolopoulos thought he was funny. Ew.
0: I was okay. amazed that I looked Kinda up and I was like, what's
1: going ball. on? What's going on
0: there? What's EA doing? Oh, NHL 15. Oh, EA's... We're... This is a sports podcast, not a gaming podcast, but I have... a sports some... game. Yeah, it is a sports game. Well, EA... Shut up and take my money. Yeah, EA is the sports cow of it, I understand. But just, it's like, you're flogging the dead horse. I understand. They showed gameplay footage. It doesn't look better. It looks all right. I think it looks great. I think it looks good. I've
1: I've been playing the NHL games since I could physically play video games. Mm -hmm. This one looks pretty good. Just Eh. my opinion. But there's a Bruin on the cover. Like that's yeah. gonna stop anyone from winning? So the NFL
2: that's cover? For... Yeah,
1: Richard Sherman. Yeah. I'm the best corner in the game. Yo, he looked
2: awesome in the front cover
1: too. Doesn't he? So, he's got yeah. his arms <laughs> all. Uh. Ah! Ronson punches <laughs> microphone. Uh, wow. He's got his arms all. <laughs> all
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh.
1: Anyway, where were we? Uh. The NHL awards. awards kind of boring. Um. The Kings won the Stanley Cup, but that wasn't a major award that was handed that was yeah, yeah, that was we haven't had see what, what it I did now. there. Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh everyone saw it coming.
1: Yeah. Yeah, once they made the cup final they were mm-hmm, yep. to go. Um fun fact, of all of the coaches to make the playoffs, only two of them did not receive nominations for the Jack Adams. Hmm. The two being Daryl Sutter and Alain Vigneault. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting that the two most successful coaches this year were not nominated. Interesting. Conspirators. I I think Av deserved Alain Vino, That is deserved certainly a handful of votes. Mm-hmm. You know, but I maybe voting was done prior to I I don't know when voting is completed by, but maybe it was done prior to the Rangers getting to the Cup final. Mm-hmm. So you know maybe if they have a good ne- year next year, probably yeah. fair to say that he would deserve a couple of votes. But be like awards are getting. Too easy to predict in in the NHL, I think.
0: It seems like everything is locked down tight, more or less. Yeah,
1: I mean, uh, who wins the heart? Person with the most points. Not person who's the most valuable player for their team. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like, speaking of, Phil Kessel did not receive one heart vote. Not one. Yet he had near-identical stats to Claude Giroux, who received second-place votes. Mm. So, someone explain that to me. You know what I mean? Phil Kessel is the MVP of the most financially successful team in the NHL. Not that that should be a factor, but maybe factor. maybe the fact that he has identical stats to someone who is, oh, because Claude Drew is the captain of the Flyers, he deserves more votes than a guy who just doesn't talk to the media. Hmm. <sighs> it does sound a bit like a popularity contest. And And the other thing is... The Norris Trophy for a defenseman mm-hmm. is just, like, constantly the defenseman who has, like, the most points. It's yeah. not the best def- That's true defenseman. It's, like, the best offensive win defenseman. win,
2: like, the award for the least goals or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. It's like you have to pay, play at least 25 games and have the least goals scored on you. I think you win yeah. that
1: one. Yeah. I think. I, I just... So
2: it's, like, the same thing. Yeah.
1: And, and I just... That I don't get. And the Hockey Hall of Fame has finally inducted... Um, Pat Burns into the Hall of Fame. Way too late though. Mm. Like they had an opportunity to elect him to the Hall of Fame before he passed away. He passed away a couple of years yeah. ago. He was very sick. They had an opportunity. He was eligible. He could have been a first ballot. He should have been. He won three Jack Adams with three different teams and a Stanley Cup. And uh they just missed the boat. Mm. And uh you know, it's a shame that that now he won't be able to to be there for that, and he could have been and should have been. Mm-hmm. it's it's about time and it's great that he is but at the same time mm, yeah could've. yeah uh Dominic Aschik's going in and mike medano is going in and uh i can't think of oh peter forsberg's going in and there's somebody else who i can't think of but uh whatever doesn't matter who cares mm. uh football uh yep and by football i mean World Cup. World Cup. And by World Cup, I mean, are you hungry? Because Luis Suarez sure is. <laughs> uh, yeah, Suarez has had a a, a bitey fetish. Yeah, okay. again. Again. I, I just... Who goes out of their way to bite someone three different times while being recorded <laughs> by cameras in front of people? In front of the world. Okay, so first it's time he world. did this, first time he did this, he like vampire chomped a guy. This is before he was playing with Liverpool. Like vampire chomped a guy.
2: Yeah. Like he there was suspended.
1: Blood? Pretty much. <laughs> like like right on the neck. Just like went in for the bite and got him. <laughs> right? And then uh, he got like eight games for that. And then while he was with Liverpool, uh, they are playing against Chelsea. I can't remember who the defender was. But uh, the defender had to step on Suarez. So he grabbed his arm pulled it to his mouth, that. and bit him. <laughs> <laughs> he comes out, I'm very sorry for what I did, I'll never do it again, blah, 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 blah. And then? And then, almost the same situation as the, as the Chelsea game, um, guy, defender has a step on him near the box, so what does Suarez do while well, he has his shoulder turned? He slams his teeth into his shoulder, and then cries foul when, oh, my teeth hit his shoulder. Your teeth hit his shoulder because you bit him, you <laughs> idiot. And, 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 like, the first thing the Italian defender is doing is walks up to the ref and he's, like, pulling his shirt down, like, hey, you, you see where the teeth marks are? Yeah. And, like, you didn't even need a high-def TV to see the clear tooth marks. Look at that. Yeah, they're just seeing, like... The pictures up on it now.
0: Uh, yeah, just... God, it's like... It's, he, you can have a little self control?
1: Maybe. I, I just. I, I, I don't.
0: Okay, just feed on, like, people at night whenever you're vampiric or just don't do it on the pitch.
1: <laughs> I, I. I don't. I don't understand. 24 I mean, it matches. It's daytime. I thought vampires weren't allowed out in the sun. Mm-hmm.
0: 24 matches or two years he is facing.
1: Oh. I hope they give him two years. Mm-hmm. I hate that. Uh, like, it's it's hard because I like to support Liverpool and. Uh, this is—it's just inexcusable. It's third not time. defendable. Like, it's the on. third time. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll, I'll give you one. Yeah. Well, even, the, gets even the one Everybody even the one
0: that you were talking about is kind of like, eh. Yeah.
1: Okay. Everybody gets one. So everyone's allowed, in my books, to make one fuck up mistake. Beep. <laughs> if we could beep that. Uh. Mm-hmm. Everyone's allowed to get one where you just go, okay, that was stupid. But twice, no. And, and one of the things I read is, um, you know, Suarez and Liverpool has the leadership of Brendan Rodgers, the manager, and Steven Gerrard to really keep him in line. Mm-hmm. And apparently they have like a team psychologist who really works with him to keep him on the level. And he just doesn't have that with the Uruguayan national team. And uh, you shouldn't need that. Mm-hmm. He has a wife and kids. And whether it's 24 games or two years... Um, I hope they throw the book at him. They're you saying. Know what I really hope they do, I hope they take all of his goals away from the World Cup. Because you know what that would mean?
0: It would mean, it would
1: mean England, England is second in the world. I, I knew it was something about England. I knew it as I waited as for the soon as, you,
0: as soon as you were saying it. It uh, Okay, can this be the
1: segue? Oh, it's sad. It's sad. It's sad. They didn't win one friggin' game.
0: <laughs> What are their points at? They had one point. They had one
1: point? They had one end of a possible nine points. Ouch. And so I watched the Italy game as I get more into England national games than I do any hockey game I've ever watched in my life.
0: You know, that's a big thing because um, I have a guy who is at the bar. He's from Liverpool. Okay. He's a scouser. Yep. He is, you know, football. Yep, football fan. And he is a very even toned, well tempered man. He's very you know, he's very he's calm and he's very has a good level of head on him. He's very friendly. He and I are good friends. I had his uh son on the block or not to talk uh hockey. It was fantastic. Then the England game comes on and this guy just become it's like teen wolf all over again. <laughs> like <laughs> like I, I the yeah. kitchen guys, the kitchen guys, all of us, we're like looking at each other, all we hear is Get in, in, in possession We're looking at each other like, is that is that him? Wow!
1: <laughs> yeah, it's uh, okay. So let's start. I watched all of the Italy game more intently than I've ever watched anything in my life. Mm. And uh, first thing, Raheeb Sterling bolting down the right wing, puts one so close to in the net that literally everyone watching the game thought it was a goal. If you're watching, that, there. If that's the thing. That, that oh, that was painful because I thought it was in. I was screaming out the window. I was so excited. The literally, bar
0: erupted. They lit everyone literally yeah. the bar shook. I was like whenever that goal was Five school. minutes in. And it yeah. wasn't
1: a goal. It just didn't go in. Yeah. It, it was an optical illusion. Mm-hmm. And it really hurt my feelings. <laughs> and then Italy came back and scored. Yep. And I, I thought, oh damn it, Right. Uh okay, and so England uh, Italy came back. Scored off of a corner kick. That was a really brilliant play, I have to say. Mm-hmm. Um, standard corner kick, kind of directed in towards the box. Go for a header, go off a shin. Uh, they played a trick play, had it come back out to metaphorically the point area. Fired it across the the net. Beautiful goal. Mm-hmm. It hurt because they played that little trick play. Oh, yeah, Unless yeah. you're an Italy fan, it just. Oh yeah (laughs) dang it
0: (laughs) why'd
2: you gotta
1: do that yeah why'd you gotta do that yeah and uh but it was still a close game it was a 2-1 game
2: and italy isn't in anymore either no
1: they're also out yeah there's company at the bottom because italy's out england's out and spain is out spain was spain Spain was crazy i'm just like Spain Spain fans are
2: crazy i like see it on twitter and stuff i'm just
0: like i was so sad about about spain getting out of there because i ever it since uh, so ever since euro cup though i've been kind of having a little soft spot for spain mm, so okay. it was but like
2: brazil but we we said brazil is
0: brazil is probably is one of the main contenders there was one uh one of uh one of the people i ran into said that he was thinking it's going to be germany netherlands in the end um, um
1: I, i'm feeling argentina slash netherlands germany or brazil mm mm-hmm. I think Argentina is going all the way. Yeah,
0: Brazil and Mexico are tied at seven. Croatia Cameroon. Cameroon didn't have anything, not even a tie. Um, Netherlands and Chile. Netherlands is the They're Netherlands have won all three of their. That's awesome. That's crazy. Um, same with Colombia. With uh, Japan. Yeah, push Japan and uh, Cote d'Ivoire <laughs> is out as well. Greece is taking their place. Uh, we already talked about uh, Group D. Costa Rica and Uruguay are. Advancing. Uh, France and Switzerland also. And then... Yeah, Bosnia. Bosnia, I was the one I was hoping for, is out. Yeah. So it's unfortunate. Although Argentina won all three of them. They won games. a
2: game. That's great. Yep.
0: They did win a game. Uh, against Iran, actually. So yeah. that's uh, bonus points. Uh, Germany and U.S. By the way, uh, I was reading up that the USA-Portugal game, I watched it. It was a really good game. Uh, it was the most watched soccer game in U.S. history.
1: Wow. Oh. Yep.
0: And just how crazy it was. Also, how in overtime, Portugal manages to to tie it up. It was fantastic. Yeah, was Fan well, extra, extra time. time.
1: Extra time. Uh, okay, so uh, back to my, my point I didn't finish. Uh, right. Daniel Sturge was really good in the Italy game. Uh, he scored the one goal. And uh, so England lost. But there's some hope. There's some hope. We're going into the game. England against uh, Uruguay. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Wayne Rooney ties it up 1-1 uh, in like the 70-odd minute against, uh, against him from a uh, brilliant Daniel Sturridge cross-pitch cross, cross pitch pass. And, uh, oh, I was so excited. I'm thinking, okay, you know what, there's a... Okay, and so uh, England's 1-1 against Uruguay. I'm super excited. I'm thinking, okay, there's one point. If we beat Costa Rica, should be able to do that. Four points, we can probably get through on four points. Uh, and then Luis Suarez gets a, a breakaway to the right, pots it in. Game over, two one. Mm. So there we go. England are ninety nine percent out. They're hanging on by a thread. If Italy can hang on to beat Costa Rica, and then go from there, see what happens. Wasn't the case. Um, so uh, England's goal difference was uh, was two after uh, after two games. They both they lost both games two one and uh, Sturridge scored and, and Rooney scored uh, Sterling was so good Ross Barkley I think he's going to be the next kind of Wayne Rooney for England uh, when when Steven Gerrard retires and I think Wayne Rooney is going to be the next captain mm-hmm. I think Ross Barkley midfielder for uh, Everton young kid I think he's going to be huge with Sturridge and Sterling up the middle and then the defense has got it. I don't know what to call the England defense Hmm. I think to call it a work in progress would be a little bit nicer than it should be. But, uh, and then they, they got a draw against uh, Costa Rica, which was the worst soccer game, football game, I have ever watched. Really, <laughs> It was a nil-nil draw, and it was uninspired. It was as if England had just been crushed by the fact that they had no ball luck in the previous two games, which I think is a fair statement to say is you need a bit of luck to win every mm-hmm. once in a while. A bounce to go one way, a call to go your way here and there. And I thought they played well enough to to at least have won one of those mm-hmm. games. Right. And uh you know what? Same Texas thing with that Brazil Mexico game. Like they Yeah. That
0: was just everyone was like, What is going on?
1: Yeah. And so uh and so yeah, England was one of the first teams out, but they weren't the first team out. Mm-hmm. So that, that was nice. That was unfortunately Spain. Yeah. And and Australia. I think mm-hmm. Australia might have been the first team out officially. Mm. No, I think Spain was. And no, I'm pretty sure it was one Spain. of those two. It was definitely one of those two teams in Group B. Yeah. And so uh Lionel Messi, quick note, has been
0: really good. Yeah. I really liked Lionel Messi. I was shown a movie how he never dives and stuff so, like there's times whenever just he, he could it's have he's so good. So
1: good. He doesn't and and that's the thing is that it it just doesn't serve any purpose and He's so fast and good with the ball mm-hmm. that he's not put in a position where he could.
0: Listeners, if you are if you have YouTube around, uh, look up a video called Lionel Messi never dives. It's, it's th- some of those goals are absolutely amazing. And what's funny is that some of the players that whenever he's they're tripping around, they expect him to dive, so they kind of like slow down and expect a penalty. But then he just breaks away and scores. It's That's amazing. Awesome. It's absolutely amazing.
1: It's, it's, he's a pretty... It's, he's he's so good. I hope they, they go deep into the World Cup. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I've always had a soft spot for Argentina. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know why. I Just ever since I was a kid, mm-hmm. I just, you know, well, if it's not England, I'm okay with Argentina winning. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, yeah. Uh, what do you guys think uh, going into the round of
0: 16? Well, I think South America's going to do a really bang-up job. Yeah, this is is,
1: I think this is South America's World Cup.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I'm really happy about. Uh... Oh, sorry, lost my train of thought there. Uh, Germany, I'm pretty stoked about also seeing how far they get. Uh, now that I just kind of see how their fle- how their colors have gotten. Why so. don't
1: we ask the German in the room? Well, I'm not actually German. Oh, I thought that you. It'd be that awesome.
2: That. No, mm-hmm. I just. What is
1: Machikian, by the way? It's
2: Armenian. Really?
0: Yeah. Ah.
1: Huh. Yeah.
2: More I know. If that was German, that'd be kind of cool. But no, I don't know. I just. I've never been there I just all of a sudden I just really like that Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. yeah I have like they're
1: a likable team they are um I'm looking at going to the World Cup uh, the Euro Cup in 2016 in France oh cool
0: nice that'd be sick right. um so yeah so going into 16 thinking it's you're completely right when you say that it's going to be uh South America's
1: I think so yeah Um, I think England will be deservedly excitable in 2016 with the way their, their, their team can grow now. Mm -hmm. They're going to stand with their manager, Roy Hodgson. And, uh, I think if anything, we've learned that we, we have something to be excited about Mm -hmm. with the way the first two games kind of happened. Right. And, and watching them, it just, it was soul sucking and draining and awful but there there were moments where they were so fast and young there's and, something there but yeah mm. there's definitely something there not enough to to win right now but you know what I'm you know, yeah. yeah i see yeah. where you're
2: where you're hinting yeah. there yeah.
1: um
0: yeah so that i'm interested to see i have actually really enjoyed the world cup it brings out a lot of good, good not, people out yep. except for the biting except for the biting
1: <laughs> how do you do that so you always got to have something there's got
0: to be something <laughs> like um, is,
1: is there some sort of uh, what's the word, uh, philosophical, psychic analysis of this? Well, maybe like I just need to, to be the just best player and I... Yeah, well, teeth on someone? Yeah, well, the
0: thing, I've, uh, there's been times whenever I've read that they don't really, you don't really get injured so much in soccer. Like, there's a lot of diving, but actual injuries are not, you know, as bad as, say like, in football or in hockey. Yeah. yeah. So it's just that's, like... That's
1: very true. But you know what? As someone who recently destroyed their knee... <laughs> Uh, in a soccer game, by the way, yeah, it really hurts, Indeed. and you don't wear a lot of you don't wear man, a lot of protection. You don't wear a lot of protection.
0: So maybe he wanted to be the the baddest, meanest player, and decided that he'll go all well.
1: the baddest, meanest player by fighting. Fighting.
0: Well, if you want to be the baddest, meanest player in hockey, what do you do? You you start fights. You do a lot of checks. Some of them illegal. Go for the knee. What do you do in soccer? Fight Fight B- people. Bite people. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Remember Vinny Jones. Nope. Uh, he was from, he was in Euro Trip. I think he was in a couple. He was the Juggernaut in the X Men movies. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. He he used to be a professional footballer, and he was like a, a stir the shit pod kind of guy. Mm-hmm. He got red carded once before he even stepped on the field. Like he was walking out with the team, and he gave the ref a dirty look, so the ref red carded him. <laughs> nice. Before he stepped on the pitch, I'll never forget that he told that story on an episode of Top Cure and I just thought that was the funniest. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that's something else. Uh okay, bold predictions for the week. Any topic whatsoever. Go. Mm,
0: uh, Blue Jays are going to have a fantastic month. I'm feeling another, uh, multi-game winning streak. I'm saying eight.
1: Ooh, all right, Steph, you're up.
2: Um, I don't know if it's bold, but I think Germany is gonna make it to the like to the end. Ooh. Yeah. Nice.
1: Just, just
2: gonna say it. Just gonna go for it.
1: Right. your prediction? I think the Leafs are going to move on from Dion Phaneuf at the draft. Okay. I think uh that would be very silly of them to do mm-hmm. because let's face it, he's one of the most reliable defensemen Toronto has had since I can remember. Yep. And that being said, I would try and move on from him too. I just think mm-hmm. there there's been too many issues with the team since he's been named captain and I think he's the biggest sacrificial lamb you can have. Yeah. If you're standing by the coach, I think one of those players needs to definitely be gone just to say all right, you know what times need to change yeah. and I think I think he's the biggest fish you can fry without being drastically stupid and trading Kadri or Gardner.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Just I don't kidding. want them to trade Kadri.
2: I
0: really I don't, don't want them to kind of trade Kadri. Either. I like Kadri. <laughs> he's
1: too friggin' good mm. yeah. to be traded be this young. Stupid. Yeah. And if he
2: did, you know what would happen. He would just be like... Oh,
1: yeah. He'd be more than yeah. Alex Steen. Oh, and yeah, he'd no. He'd be Tuukka Rask again. Yeah. But sooner. Mm-hmm. Remember when Tuukka Rask was drafted <laughs> by the friggin' Leafs? <laughs> All right. Um,
0: so a couple of minor things. Uh, We're not much big in basketball, but that finished up yes. during the... Yeah. Uh, LeBron
1: James. Uh, LeBron Spurs. Ross James. Spurs. 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 And, uh... LeBron James has decided to terminate his contract with the Heat.
0: Really? I didn't hear this. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he's decided that he's taking the option to tear up the contract, which I did some reading and found out that that doesn't necessarily mean he's leaving the Miami Heat. Oh. Because what do the Miami Heat need to do to remain competitive? Spend more money on other players. Mm. And this could be LeBron saying, sign me to another contract for a little bit less money. So you can bring in other players oh. to supplement around him. Uh, Rick Nash famously did that in Columbus. Uh, ah. okay. I, I think he might go. Yes. Um, always
0: an option. What else? There was also uh, the training for CFL.
1: is either has started has, or yeah, has ended. The uh, Training camp's kind of going. Kind of going. game, game pre season games are on the on the stove. The Red Blacks. The Red Blacks are winning good. I think they, they win
2: against the Alouettes. Alouettes. They yeah. went against the
1: Alouettes and Montreal. apparently
0: uh, against the, really the Saskatchewan good. Rough Riders, they lost that game. But it wasn't it. They it, was most, it wasn't. Watch that one. I watched it was, the it, uh, Montreal game. I wouldn't say it was close, but I do say that there they gave something. them. Oh. They, it was there. It was there. I think they gave them more cool. of a run for the money Ruff than, than the Grey Cup.
1: Hamilton, yeah you know what uh, Henry Burris could be really friggin good for the Red Blacks mm-hmm. and you know what um, first year there could be some magic in the franchise yeah I want to go to a game I saw yeah. Lange down the other day
0: yeah not done yet yep. but It's it coming looks, together. It looks, good. Yeah, it looks mm-hmm. good it looks
1: good and it's not that far of a walk by the way from downtown oh yeah no
0: I can it's That's a easy. what is it we uh, a couple, my roommates and I we go down to Kettleman's it's a, this kind of bagel the place bagels. fantastic and sandwiches and cream cheese yes mm. but it's like right I've down been there
1: been by there a million times Yeah. never gone in
0: and you I fucking love bagels. bagels and are it's so twenty four hours. I know Do you, you
2: ever feel like a bagel? Ever it's feel fair. like a Bagel go there and just want to
0: Bagel Town. Yep. And a couple times we gone over there and just watching Lansdowne Park be just destructed. Constructed. <laughs> and just it's it's really nice. I think it's gonna be a good part of Ottawa. And I'm actually kind of excited about the season. I mean I haven't been excited about CFL in ages.
1: You know what? I'm I'm just feeling deprived of American football right now. I
0: and I'm feeling the, I've been, like, I just, I've, I've been asking my friends questions. So, what's your favorite team?
1: Yeah. You remember the good old days? Yeah. That's Drew Brees. Huh. So, um, <laughs> Brees. Super Bowl, Don Cherry's game though, eh? Yes. This is more of a yeah. personal topic.
2: But mm-hmm. That's the, that, it has to become a, this like, a real, thing. real you, that, deal that thing. That has
1: to be a thing. It's going
0: to be, it's going to be a thing. I, so I. So if you're, I, you're in
1: town for next February? Should be. Is it February?
0: I think so. I think it's yeah, it's in February. Because so the, they yeah. do the they do the Pro Bowl in Hawaii, and I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. damn it, you guys and you're taken yeah. out and. You
1: know. Hey, we're on iTunes. We are on iTunes. By the way, search Super Quiz Productions, you'll find it. Yep. And uh, I've been Ronson Brown on Twitter. I'm Ronson1313. Thank you for listening. To my mm-hmm. right is That's me,
2: Stephanie. <laughs> I was like picturing my hand. I'm like, I'm not on the right side. Okay. <laughs> Stephanie Machikian, which Trevor said right, and I'm so happy. Yeah. Mm. Uh Stephanie Machikian, but just look on the link, cause I'm not
1: spelling it. Yep. <laughs> yeah. There you go. And across from her,
0: I am Trevor Smith Miller, producer. You can find me at the Super Quiz Productions. It's uh, my little page where you can also find the Blogger Not, where I'm trying to get it going up again, and go. I'm going to be recording another one. Sweet. So, yep. Stay tuned. And uh, yet.
1: Sweet.
0: So that was fantastic.
2: Yeah. iTunes.
1: iTunes. Yeah. I just subscribed. Because that's a thing you should do. You should do it. It's free. And you free. should also tell your friends. It's free. And you should also write us with your comments, questions, and things you'd like to hear us talk about. I will you.
2: frame that tweet. Yes. Yeah. Frame it. anything. Mm-hmm. Any way you get. Any way we see comments or whatever. Very much yes. so. Mostly Twitter, I guess.
0: We love you. We love you all.
2: Long time. Oh, at Radio 311.
1: At Radio Three Radio One. <laughs> we almost forgot that I'm gonna one. I want to check that in a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. So uh, thank you for listening. You have been gorgeous listeners, and you are not, despite what everyone says, better looking in the dark. Don't ever think that. Dear. <laughs> yeah.
2: Good night. Good now. night. Good night <laughs> Three on One is a product of Super Quiz Productions and is voiced by Ronson Brown, Stephanie Michikian,
1: and Trevor Smith-Miller, who also does the editing. All rights reserved. Any sound clip that is used must be used with the express permission of any of the three of us. Three on One is
0: recorded in CHU 89.1 FM in Ottawa, Canada.
1: Ah, yeah! (laughs)